0: just want to welcome you back to another episode here with uh, yours truly DJ Lopez at Life Coach 180. So I'm excited that you've taken this opportunity to be with me and so today we're actually going to focus on your weakness can actually be the knockout punch that you were looking for and so I'm going to take a little story from the book of amazing stories and it's called The Cinderella Man. Jimmy had been a contender and now he was a club fighter slugging it out for a few bucks and beers when he broke his right hand he was forced to quit the ring after he lost his job as a day laborer he had taken handouts to feed his family the former heavyweight contender was now a welfare recipient yet through a series of events that could only have been dreamed of by Hollywood scriptwriters, Jimmy found himself in a Long Island Stadium fighting max bear the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Bear took a sadistic delight in knocking his opponents senseless. Two fights earlier, he had beaten a challenger to death in the ring. In his last fight, he had battered another into permanent brain damage. Bear's manager had looked the fight with Jimmy, thinking that he was a washed up bum from Hoboken, who would be easily a walkover. Jimmy desperately needed the money, he went into the fight as a staggering twenty-two to one underdog. Yet on June thirtieth, or excuse me, June thirteenth, nineteen thirty-five, Jim Braddock scored the greatest upset in sports history by beating Max Baer. He has been dubbed the Cinderella Man for his great feat. When he asked how he overcame such an overwhelming odd, Braddock replied, "No matter how many times I'm knocked down, I always get up and I fight one more round." His upset victory came at a time that the nation needed hope. It was in the middle of the Great Depression. In 1935, one out of every three men in America was standing in a soup line. Less than 25% of those who did have a job were earning an adequate wage. The suicide rate was at an all-time high, but when Jimmy Braddock got up off the canvas to fight one more round all the way to the World Championship, He gave down and outers every shot in the arm. If you're down on the canvas today, it might help you to discover the story behind Jimmy's Miracle Win. Most folks forgot that the early Braddock was a perennial contender, but he always lost to the best boxers. He had a powerful right hand, but his left hand was weak. Top fighters exploited that weakness to beat him. And when he broke his hand, His career was over. He gamely took on less fighters, but he repeatedly broke his right hand because it was the only weapon he had. Finally, severe arthritis set into that hand forcing him to use his left. And when that didn't work, he became a longshoreman. Day by day, that left had become increasingly stronger. See, Max Bear came into the fight without fear of Braddock's left hand. It turned out to be the cocky champ's fatal mistake on that magical June in 1935. Sometimes God takes away good things to give us better things. You may be trying to slug it out with your version of weak left hand, but like Jimmy, you've even given up hope that you can even be a contender again. But I'm here to tell you, don't give up your dreams. You still have hope. Make Jibby Braddock's Credo your own. No matter how many times you're knocked down, always get up off the canvas and fight one more round. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the fight. Now there's in store for me the crown of righteousness. This is 2 Timothy 4, 7-8. And today one of the things that can knock us down is the way we think. We, for some reason we believe we don't have the potential, we don't have the greatness, we don't have the fortitude. But you do have it. You have that left hook inside you. And so today we're going to examine and we're going to break that down together. What I want to talk about is I want to talk about emotional goals and how we can develop them. Give your brain specific intentions and it will serve you well. Feed your brain mixed messages and it will hold you back. And this is by Tommy Newberry. So I want to look at the why behind it. Emotions aren't based on truth because they're based on thoughts that can actually be true or they can be false. Thoughts can be controlled by a choice. For example, if someone calls you a degrading remark, name call, a put down, you have a choice in the matter to shift your thinking. For example, people often mistreat others because they themselves are frustrated or have been mistreated. In essence, you have a choice. If you can empathize with them, you may say to yourself, maybe they've been mistreated. Maybe they're frustrated they're going through something. Or could it be they're having a tough day at home? When we manually drive our minds and make choices, we are in control of our feelings. Our behaviors and emotions are determined by a belief of what we think. If your self-worth is low and you tend to accept what others say about you, which can make you sad, depressed, anxious, or out of sorts... If your self-worth is high, you're not defined by what others say about you. This keeps you centered. It keeps you confident about who you are. You'll tend to be secure. Jimmy got in the ring because there was security in that left hand. He knew that even though it became his weakness, over time it became his strength. He didn't focus on his right hand. He didn't focus on the arthritis. He didn't focus on that it couldn't function anymore. He says, you know what? What I do have, I'm going to use. So what is it that you have that you can use? So let's understand some triggers. A gun can only fire by squeezing a trigger. There must be an action that creates the catalyst that's going to light your emotion. The question is, how do we react when the trigger is pressed? Let's develop the sequence. The actions of either others or circumstances create your thoughts. From that thought, we choose to decide what we want to do with it. Similar to the gunfire, we can either duck, we can run, or we can confront the situation by shooting back. Regardless, the choice is going to be yours. So I want you to think about it. So think about it in this way. If somebody held a gun to your head, what choice would you make if they told you to jump up and down? Would you think that the gunman had the control or you had the control? But because you value your life, you would have the control. You would do the jumping jacks. Or maybe you would have the pride to tell him, you know what, just shoot me. Nobody's going to control me. But you think about those consequences just by the choices that you made. You think about what Jimmy went through that he was willing to get back into the ring for his family. In essence, it's your choice to react or to respond The gunman can only create or influence the choices, but it's in your hands. You'll either make a poor choice, which creates sadness, frustration, resentment, or choose a positive outcome which will make you feel happy, confident, or joyful. The thought you choose creates the feelings which lead you to your actions or behavior. If you control your thought, you learn to drive your emotions. Give your brain specific intentions and it will serve you well. Feed your brain mixed messages and it will hold you back. Remember, we talked about that earlier. So let's talk about steps to drive your thoughts. So in this activity, if you can, I'll have you pause it because you're going to need either an index card or some sticky notes. So I'm going to provide you with a list of emotions which are negative and positive. And if you come up with... Your own, you can use them. So let's start on one side of the card, which is negative. Choose from the following list of your three top negative emotions and write them down. Fear, resentment, boredom, loneliness, fatigue, insecurity, guilt, depression, rage, overload, confusion, anxiety. You can choose to use any negative emotions that you can come with. So I want you to write down three of those on one side of the card. Now flip the card over and choose three more, but these are now positive emotions, such as joy, excitement, contentment, confidence, peace, passion, drive, satisfaction, enthusiasm, awe, energy, gratitude. Take note of the emotions you wish to decrease and meditate on the emotions you wish to experience most often. For example, for the next 21 days, remind yourself of the desired emotions or feelings you wish to experience. When the negative emotions arise, go back to the positive list and think of an experience or a desired outcome that could bring about the feelings. For example, in a relationship that is undergoing some possible strife or some negative emotions, things that tend to crop up, you can choose to meditate on the positive attributes and qualities of the person. Focus on the blessings of having them in your life and these great experiences that you've had together. If necessary, keep a you are great list, okay? So we can title it, you're great. This is gonna be a list that you actually keep of the person and you're writing down all their positive qualities. And when negative things arise, you go back to that positive list and you start to re read them again to kind of reinforce how special they are. And remember what you wanna do is you wanna override those negative emotions. Lastly, connect the word to your emotions. So this is going to take a little bit of work on your part, okay? So I want you to look up scripture references of the positive emotions you've listed and negative emotions. Write on a sticky note promises to yourself of what God wants to remind you of. For example, if you feel you're lacking strength and you feel broken, what you can actually do is write down, The joy of the Lord is my strength. Nehemiah 8.10 When the thoughts arise that contradicts the way you should feel in a moment of weakness, reflect back on this promise. The joy of the Lord. It's the joy that you find in the Lord. It's going to be your strength. Nothing that you can draw from and nothing that, that you can consume will be your joy but Him. Take this and stick it to your bathroom mirror, car windshield, etc. You can put it in your lunchbox, Bombard your mind with visuals of how you want your thoughts to shift. And that's where the victory comes. When those weak thoughts come in, we become or we develop that left hand just like Jimmy. And remember, we punch out any emotional opposition that may come our way.